When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's Lon Seidman. It's time once again for your weekly wrap-up and we are continuing our experimental formats here for the wrap-up show. This week is going to be a Q&A show where we take a bunch of questions that came in from you, the viewers. And we'll probably do these once or twice a month and you can see a full index of what we're going to talk about down below in the description. So let's get to it. Now, last week was all about budget Ryzen-based laptops that cost well under $500 but deliver very good performance. And the one thing I didn't do was kind of a roundup of the week and what I thought of what we looked at. And a viewer wrote in by email asking me to do just that and also asking me to consider the AMD Slim that we looked at as well. And I have to say, after looking at those three from this prior week, although the prices are very reasonable on them and they had more RAM... I think that Acer Slim is still the best of the bunch. And I've got a playlist linked down below in the video description where you can find the reviews for all four of the Ryzen laptops we've looked at so far. Uh, But the Acer really does win out, uh, partly because it performs consistently, but also it has the best upgradability of the ones that we looked at. Uh, The Dell that we looked at does have a similar configuration, but the performance wasn't there. This one performs very well and has the RAM uh, socketed in two positions so you can swap out both sticks of RAM uh, versus the others that had one stick essentially soldered onto the board and the other one uh, accessible to you there. Uh, The Acer also had the space for the uh, SATA drive so you can put in an SSD there and of course the NVMe slot down here. And that one really is, I think, again, the best of the bunch on the Ryzen's. Uh, This was a Ryzen 3-based machine, but it performed very close to what we saw out of some of the Ryzen 5s that you'll find at around the same price point. Again, I was really blown away by just how different these laptops perform from each other, given that when we look at the Intel machines, they all seem to perform roughly the same. Uh, These, again, are wildly different. So I think if you're looking to buy one of these, uh, that Acer is the way to go. Uh, Just note, though, that you will have to get the second stick of DDR4 RAM to make it happen. On the Amazon page, if you scroll down towards the bottom, they have a recommended RAM module to go with it. That might be the one you pick up. But if you are looking to buy one of these, I think the Acer Slim 5 is still the best. And Andrew Rausch has a reminder about why you need to be careful when you're shopping for budget laptops. Typically, a lot of these budget laptops are being sold by third-party sellers on the major platforms. That includes Amazon, Walmart, uh, just about all of them out there are flooded with third-party sellers because I think the uh, market for these has just been flooded by manufacturers getting rid of their old stock. And this is an example of something that you need to look out for. So on the Amazon listing for the Slim 5 that we just were talking about, they have this thing down here in the corner that says there's a newer version of the laptop available. And this Acer Aspire 3 has 2020 on it, and it might very well be newer than the Slim 5, but it's certainly not anywhere nearly as powerful. Uh, This one that they're advertising here is running with an AMD 
A9 processor. And if you've ever used a computer powered by an AMD A9 processor, you know how awful that experience is. So you really got to be on the lookout here because these third-party sellers are just flooding these uh, platforms with stuff. And occasionally, the algorithm picks up the wrong item and says it's newer. I reported this to Amazon, so hopefully this won't be on screen when you go and look at it next. But if you want to help other consumers, you might want to report it as well because this other one is not comparable. And what happens here is that Acer and Lenovo and many other manufacturers have different levels of budget laptops out there. So the slim with the Ryzen is up here, and this other one is kind of down here at the very bottom. So just be advised, make sure you're very careful about what you purchase before you click. And Brandon Graham writes in with a YouTube strategy question. I always love sharing my experiences here on the platform. Uh, And he's referring to the fact that he almost didn't click on the wrap-up two weeks ago because it was so much shorter than before. And as I mentioned, I'm mixing up the format a little bit to try to improve the viewership of the wrap-up by going to a single topic video and then breaking out Q&A like we're doing today into something different. This is still part of the experiment this month as well. And he was wondering why I don't put weekly wrap-up in the title because he almost didn't click on the video given it was shorter than what he was used to. And the reason why I don't is because you don't have a lot of room in your title. As you can see here, even though there is uh, more text that I'm allowed to put in, uh, YouTube cuts it off. So you definitely want to kind of grab people with the topic right up front. And I suppose I could probably put weekly wrap up towards the end of the title Uh, But when we were doing these uh, multi-topic wrap-ups, there was not enough room to have all the topics in the title and have the title of the show in the title. So what we've been doing here uh, is having the thumbnail kind of carry that. So normally, of course, the band on the left-hand side of my videos is yellow. Uh, The weekly wrap-up we make purple. And I also, of course, put weekly wrap-up right on the side there so people who are browsing through will see that it's part of that series. Uh, And things have been going pretty well on the experiment. Actually, last week went really, really well uh, because part of the goal here is to bring in new viewers on these topical videos. And last week's video did just that. Now, of course, the subject was Elon Musk and Starlink. And of course, I think that the topics tend to carry the day a lot more perhaps than uh, just me showing up with a thumbnail. Uh, And as you can see here, we pulled in a lot of new subscribers because YouTube started pushing this video out to folks who are struggling with their bandwidth as I am. And it was great to see a lot of new faces come into the channel as a result of that. And I think if I had done this discussion as part of a 35-minute video with five other topics, it probably wouldn't have worked as well. This is a video that is only about one topic, and then it makes it easier for YouTube to recommend it. And because people can get into that topic a lot quicker, uh, I think it's actually helping that video go out further. So I think there was probably a lot of missed opportunities in the past when I had a wrap-up with a bunch of different topics uh, that seems to be uh, kind of showing us that the single-topic wrap-up is the way to go, and certainly a shorter video uh, makes it more likely to be clicked on as well. So we're going to keep playing around with stuff. We'll see how the Q&A episode does as a standalone. I'm still thinking about having these live on their own as a separate series. I'll let you know what I'm going to do after we see how this one does, but it's been a very fun experiment to try to make things work better. And it looks like what we're doing is starting to bear some fruit. Even the uh, first wrap-up we did in the shorter format did better than the others. So I'm going to keep an eye on this, and I think this is where we're going to head next with the channel. And now we've got a couple of fun questions. This comes in from David Tuttle. 
uh, asking about my thoughts on Star Trek Picard, which is now uh, three episodes in at the time I'm recording this video. And I love the fact that we are in an era where you can have these 10 to 12 hour long movies, which are these uh, bingeable TV shows. And Star Trek Picard has been awesome. I've really, really enjoyed it. I think I'm enjoying this reboot, if you will, of Star Trek The Next Generation far more than what's happened with Star Wars. And I think what they've done right here is that they are having the legacy character, in this case, Jean-Luc Picard, played by Patrick Stewart, uh, as the lead. He is not a supporting actor. He's not part of some story that isn't his. He is the story. And the other new characters are in supporting roles of him. And of course, I could envision a time where he's off the show and these new characters go off on a spin-off series or something and become the leads later. But I think they handled this better than Star Wars, where the legacy characters who uh, everyone knew and loved uh, were kind of shoved off to the side and there were creative decisions made that uh, the actors themselves disagreed with. In the case of Picard, uh, he really required them to put him into the writer's room with them and give him a producer's credit uh, before he would even do it because he didn't want to mess up the character by having other people do things to him. And I think what's worked here is that uh, as much as the writers develop a story, uh, in this instance with a beloved character, the actor owns the character as much as perhaps the studio does. And I think it was very smart of them to have him as part of that and recognizing that Patrick Stewart is the character as much as uh, he is himself. And that really, I think, has turned this show into something really special, actually. I just loved how they're doing this. Everything is being very carefully and thoughtfully done. I like the fact that they're not retconning even the bad movies in their uh, past and making that part of the story and how they're bringing in uh, elements of Star Trek The Next Generation that were from some of the best work they did on that series. Uh, so it's just altogether just so well done. I look forward to Thursday night now uh, with a lot of anticipation because the last three weeks have just been awesome. And I think uh, Patrick Stewart, of course, is an amazing actor, which makes all of this really work. And for my Q&A for you, I would like to know what you're watching on any of one of these streaming services. I'm always on the lookout for fun sci-fi shows and comedies and stuff. So let me know what you're watching because I'm going to run out of stuff to watch soon and I'm going to need more. So share what you've got down in the comments. And I'm sure a lot of other viewers will welcome that discussion. Now, if you want to support the channel, you can. You can go to lon.tv support and make a monthly or a one-time contribution through our donor box page. We're also doing the YouTube membership program where if you sign up there, you get these cool loyalty badges next to your name when you're chatting or leaving comments and all support is welcomed. And we do have some new supporters this week. They include Michael Callier and Jeff White who contributed via the YouTube membership program. And via the donor box page, we had Charles Gage. I want to thank all of them for their contributions. I also want to thank some folks who contributed via Super Chat this week. They include Destructo Disc, Clean 937 Samuel, who gave for a second week in a row, and Vinny T. I want to thank everyone for their contributions to the channel and everyone who's been watching on an ongoing basis, too, because all of those things equal channel growth. So let's take a look now at the week in review. Uh, last week, we live streamed my video shoot for one of these low-cost Ryzen laptops. If you ever wanted to see what I do to make a video, at least shoot it. 
Uh, you can watch me uh, struggle along there for two hours to make a 15-minute video. Uh, on the Extras channel, we didn't have anything this week. It's been a little busy on the home front. My wife went away for a couple of days, so I've been uh, shuffling the kids around. So we haven't gotten a lot of time to do some new stuff, uh, but that's all coming up a little later this week when she gets back. But we were productive. We had uh, a whole week of Ryzen laptops. So we had the Dell, the Lenovo, and the Asus. And we did a video about the things that you can run on these devices. And I'll tell you what, I was really impressed with its performance on OBS. These things might make really good transmission devices if you're looking for a low-cost way to run OBS. We did multiple layers of video. We did some recording. And it was really not eating up too much CPU time on those activities. And you can check out all of these videos down below in the master playlist. Now this week, we've got a couple of things already shot and ready to go. I've got an 18-minute review of the GeForce Now service, which launched this week. Uh, this is a game streaming service, similar maybe to Google Stadia. But the difference here is that they don't sell you the games. You play games that you've got on the Epic Store and on Steam. I think they support Battle.net and the Ubisoft Store as well. So if you don't want to use their streaming service any longer, you still own the game. And I think that's a big differentiator. It's five bucks a month for their founders version. Uh, there's also a free tier. And again, you'll see it all working a little later in the week. Uh, we also have a review of the Motorola One Action. Uh, this is a new phone from Motorola, pretty low cost. And it's got a wide angle action cam. Uh, that shoots horizontally when the phone is in a vertical position. Uh, that might be kind of useful for some of you out there. So that review is coming up a little later this week. And we're going to have an update on the Mister. And I actually did a live stream on the Mister last week that I forgot to put on that slide. So you'll find that in the video description. And what I did with the Mister was I put it in a case. But to put it in the case, I had to take the whole thing apart. And what I did when I took it apart was see what you can run on just the baseboard of the Mr. Hardware, which is the DE10 Nano FPGA computer that you have to buy as your base of the whole system. Uh, this you can find on Amazon for about 140 bucks. Uh, this alone won't run all of the Mr. Cores, but it will run a bunch of them. So if you've been thinking about getting into Mr. and just want to slowly build up your hardware stack, uh, this is a great way to start because you can see exactly what you can do with this just with that first board. After you get the board, you buy the SD RAM module for about 60 bucks, and that will run the rest of the uh, cores that are out there. Uh, so check it out. I think some of you might find that of interest, especially if you were thinking about getting into Mr. and were confused about all the different hardware options out there. Uh, we're also going to have an upcoming live stream uh, this Wednesday, February 13th at 8 p.m. I am not sure what I'm going to do just yet, but I will figure it out. So if you want to tune in, it'll be here on the YouTube channel, but also on Amazon at lon.tv slash Amazon shop. Uh, and if you want to get notified on YouTube when I go live, you can hit that notification bell and you'll get notifications pushed out to you whenever anything happens. Uh, we have other channels you might want to take a look at, including the Extras channel for unboxings and supplementary content. We have my podcast feed uh, at lon.tv slash podcast, which is an audio version of this show. We have the Snippets channel when, where we take uh, the multi-topic videos and break them up into smaller search-friendly snippets. You'll find that over there. Uh, we have our live stream archive at lon.tv slash live streams, which is our playlist of prior live streams. And of course, we've got the Amazon page at lon.tv slash Amazon shop, and you can follow me there too. 
Uh, you can engage with the channel with my email list. We very infrequently email you, only when something really big is happening. Uh, we also have the Facebook group, uh, which is where you can join up with almost 900 other fans of the show. It's been growing ex- uh, pretty nicely, actually. So head on in there and uh, communicate with me and others. It really helps inform the Q&A episodes. And then we have my store at lon.tv store, where we sell previously used items that we reviewed here on the channel for less than what they cost new. And we're going to have some of those Ryzen laptops up there for you to buy shortly. And if you want to get an alert every time we add something to the store, you can sign up at lon.tv slash store alert. And when those items go up, I will email you to let you know. And that is going to do it for this Q&A episode of the weekly wrap-up. Let me know what you think down in the comments below. Please keep those questions and comments coming because we'll be able to make another one of these in the near future. And again, please keep providing your feedback on the weekly wrap-up format changes because we're continually adjusting here to see what works. And I think so far we're off to a good start here. But again, your feedback is going to drive a lot of what we do. And that is going to do it for now. A lot of stuff coming up this week. And until next time, this is Lon Seidman. Thanks for watching. This channel is brought to you by the Lon.TV supporters including gold-level supporters, the Four Guys with Quarters podcast, Tom Albrecht, Rajesh, Logic GR, and Kalyan Kumar. If you want to help the channel, you can by contributing as little as a dollar a month. Head over to lon.tv slash support to learn more. And don't forget to subscribe. Visit lon.tv slash s.